0: Hello everyone, you are listening to You've Got 5 Options show with Marta and Anna. Join us while we are solving yet another life challenge. And if you decide to share your problem with us, yours can be next. Hello everyone, this is for the last time Marta and Marta and this is You've Got Five Options show. This is the last episode that I am having here without Anna and I'm sure you all guys are missing Anna tremendously. I sure am missing Anna a lot and You've Got Five Options should never be a one person's project. <laughs> it's really great to have ha- uh, to have Anna here at the studio but I am so lucky to have two other people who are supporting me here at the studio and sharing their wisdom, Experience and thoughts with me here. So, uh, we have our technician Lasse with us. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> and we have our special guest Basha. Hi. This is the second episode that we are doing with Basha. Basha is a psychologist and a psychotherapist. And she has moved to Denmark a year ago. And today we are doing five tips that will help you survive starting your life from scratch. So, this is this beautiful opportunity where a psychologist and a psychotherapist can share some scientific knowledge with their real life experience, which I think is a beautiful fusion. And I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to have Basha here. Thank you for inviting me. Very welcome. And we've had our first episode uh, last time. So if you guys have not heard the first episode, you can find You've Got Five Options on YouTube. Or if you are more of a podcast listener, you can also find us in a podcast app. You just type in You've Got 5 Options or else everything is available on our website, the5options.com. Five as a number, thefiveoptions.com. So in our previous episode, we took the first two tips. Keep an area that you love in your life. And the second one, keep a positive mindset, but let yourself miss and grieve. So we have gone pretty nice and deep on the two topics and we really recommend you to look into that. Today, we will be talking about the tip number three, make plans, including plan your day. Tip number four, take care of your network, the old one and the new one. And tip number five, open up to opportunities. So we are starting now with planning. Why making plans is so important? Tell us, Basha.
1: This is maybe a little specific tip because we are talking about people who are not starting a new job immediately after coming to Denmark or to another country or to some other city, of course. Mm, Sometimes when you have some free time after you have been working, it seems so nice. Yeah. Oh, I will have time to read books and to relax and do all the things I didn't have time for. But sometimes it's a trap. Uh, especially for some depressive behavior or depressive thoughts, suddenly you have days ahead of you that are not planned, and they start time starts to run. And sometimes it can happen that after a month or two or three, you look back and you see, oh, it's been three months, and what ha- what has changed? What have I accomplished? What have I done? And suddenly you see, oh. Not very much or not, not as much as I expected or not as much as I wanted. And then a new day starts and you find yourself not knowing what to do with that day. And then it's kind of a, an open door for depression, I think, for many people. That's why some people get depressed after they go on a pension. Uh, the uh, pension?
0: pension yeah, retirement. Exactly. Retirement. retirement. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is that Basia is from Poland and she used the Danish word that the Danish guy have uh,
1: saved her by saying the English one. So, but I think it's a good sign, you know, <laughs> for my Danish. So, I uh, encourage to that's also something we do when we actually fight with uh, depression on psychotherapy and it's called behavioral activation because you first start to plan your actions. You don't wait your feelings or your thoughts to change. You change your behavior first. But you don't have to do it when you have depression. You can do it before mm. <laughs> you get depressed or down. And that for me, it was La Dansk, as I told in the uh, previous episode, that it kind of, kind of didn't only organize my day, but also my week before, because I started to go there three times a week. If you don't need a plan for a whole day, I think it would be nice to even have a morning routine because it, it gets us running when you, when you have to go to work on a, you know, that you start at eight o'clock. Of course, we complain about it, but we know what to do in the morning. We wake up, we take a shower, we get us prepared, we eat breakfast, we make breakfast for our kids, we make the bed, you know, all the things that, okay, I'm on. Mm. And when you don't have, you start to become somehow less energetic, less efficient, you know, because suddenly I didn't even make the bed. it's it's not a good idea. So the morning routine is very important, but you can also make some fast things in your week. Yeah, that's why I also started to dance because I also then have, okay, on Wednesday, I'm starting my day day with dancing. So that was also very important. Uh, So I encourage you to, to make some things that you have every week or every day. And remember, it doesn't have to cost anything because maybe some of you will say, but I don't work. I don't have finances for that. But Go on the internet, find something that is for free, even if you go, for example, to learn Danish, but you go out, you go to Doc 1. Yes, yeah, so you have to get prepared to get out of the house, to make yourself some lunchbox, whatever. Yeah. But that you, you, you get out of, of the house, you get out of your you know, jogging trousers that you go in, that you wear every day, it is important.
0: Yeah, I think that it's a very good tip to actually also, apart from your morning routine, you also organize something outside, outside of the house. Yes. Because I think some of us, we struggle with making this morning routine when we don't have someone or something waiting for us. Exactly. So we,
1: That's a good point. As, yeah. as
0: humans, we are not very good to commit to ourselves like we would commit to some kind of a boss. Exactly. <laughs> so if you have to be at work at eight, you are good with making sure that you will go there because there is someone that is telling you that you have to be there. And then it's easier
1: with the morning routine. You mean that if you don't have anything planned outside, then you will, for example, be able to say, oh, I will make the morning routine like half an hour later. Mm. And then it's gone. Yeah, Yeah? that's what you mean. That you, yeah, yeah, it's easier when you plan something, not, not even with another person, but by yourself even. Okay, I will go to the museum today or something like that.
0: Yeah, so I think... I think it's extremely important to have those morning routines. I call it a ritual just because yes. I love the word ritual and routine. It's a little bit a boring word for me. Yes. So it's important that you find the right you know, word, word for yourself, a uh, mm-hmm. right expression. So I believe this is really important. And I am if I am quitting my morning ritual, I'm like, come on, who's the most important person in your life? With whom do you spend every day of your life? It's me. Why can't I commit to myself as much as I would commit to the other person? Give myself the same level of respect. So I believe it's important to to do it for yourself, to have this commitment to yourself. I totally believe. But I just think that sometimes Mm -hmm. when it's been like days or weeks or something, it's difficult to keep it up. So I just love this idea of also having some of those activities outside of the house that will help you. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. To get ready and start your day.
1: Totally Mm -hmm. agree.
0: Okay. So that was for making plans very important for your mental health when you're starting your new life. Now the option number four is take care of your network. And when it comes to network, we mean very much social network right now. And it's very much about actually both the old network The friends that you have had, you just because you are moving to a new country doesn't mean that you have to cut everyone off your life, especially in our era where it's so easy to get in contact on so many different levels and ways. But it's also to build your new social network. So, Basha, you are relatively new person you have just tried it out how to you know how to do it so share your experience
1: with us please okay but maybe i'm not as a great example because i am really outgoing <laughs> like that's my profession so i i do good with people of course so i want you to remember people that um, all of us have different social needs So we are not talking here about having like, you know, the biggest social life or something like that. If you need two close people in your life, then we are talking about your two close people. Yeah. We don't mean that you have to like have 100 uh, new friends on Facebook in Denmark if you don't need it. If you do, of course, get onto it. But remember that your needs are important. You have to, you know yourself, so you know if you need to going to be going out or is it just okay for you to have a friend you can call to. So that I would like to stress, that you have to think about yourself and what are your social needs, because we have different social needs, yeah? Uh, some of us have to have like 10 girlfriends and some of us don't, and that's also okay. But for me, it was surprisingly easy, I think. Once again, going to a language course helped me a lot, but I was maybe lucky to have uh, nice people in my uh, group and then in uh, th- my second group. But I also said yes to invitations, for example, to having lunch together during the break. But then I have this funny story about uh, finding new friends in Ikea, Yeah, w- would, which I wouldn't expect at all in Poland. I wouldn't do that. But I didn't know anybody and my daughter started to play with a girl. And It turned out that she's Polish, so I went to say hello to her parents which I wouldn't do in Poland because I wouldn't need it for anything. But here I took a chance, you know, just to even small talk with somebody for 10 minutes. But luckily it turned out that we became friends. <laughs> so that was nice. Uh, but I didn't know that. It was just a chance I, I took. So that's how it became for me. I also uh, met another friend in One. We just started to talk to each other. And I, I talked with parents at school. That's also maybe a little easier for, for people who have kids. And I'm also talking from a perspective of a person who is not studying. So I don't have like a natural group that I come into. Yeah, it's a little difficult for people when they are over 30 because everybody's settled in their networks. Hmm. Maybe not always willing to take another person in. So, um, yeah, it, it can be hard. I think that
0: uh, what I have experienced in my when I moved to Denmark, what I've experienced, I'm also an open, outgoing person. Yeah. So it was not difficult for me to make the first friends, but because they were international, the challenge was that they actually left pretty soon mm. because that's another mm. thing that when you when you come unfortunately guys Denmark is known to be like the best country to come in for many reasons like education and social system but it's also scoring very high on difficulty to make friends in Denmark I think it's one of the top in the world where it's the most difficult to that's get friends. That's also my personal yeah. experience. So yes. it's not easy specifically here but of course people can be listening to us from other countries but it happens that you become friends with people who share a similar, you know, uh, situation. So that's why international people often become friends with other international. You usually
1: become friends with people you have something in common with and that's like kids or uh, the same situation. So that's natural.
0: So for me, that was the case that I got the first friends pretty quickly, also in Lerdensk. But they
1: disappeared. Yeah.
0: And we clicked together and we were going out together and so on was really great. But they left and I had to start again my, uh, you know, my uh, social uh, network, so to speak, because it was a small social network, right, uh, that I got. So, guys, don't get discouraged easily and take Chances, take opportunities. We are going to have a special point about opening up to opportunities, but already here with the network, open up to opportunities and really search for. Facebook groups, for example, Mm -hmm. Uh, many people that I know have got their social network through international mothers in Ohus. So, Mm -hmm. for example, if you're a mother, you can find other mothers who are also not working and you can connect through children. But that's through children, right? If you don't have children, look for the hobbies. You know, you remember we have talked about bring something that you have loved doing before. So if you have something like that, look for it. Are there any interest groups? that are doing that uh, you know in the in your new city and if there are not it's a beautiful opportunity to actually start that kind of social group. And then again Basha your point not everyone is extremely outgoing and not everyone has this uh, ability to build networks and to start new groups but maybe you are maybe that's an amazing opportunity for you. We are different and so on but look for people you have something in common with either through children,
1: through hobbies, through similar situation. And yes, so on. I, I will also, I would like to uh, stress out that, again, balance mm. <laughs> is so important because I think we need to be open, that's true, and maybe a little more outgoing than we used to be in our country because then there it happened kind of naturally through studying together or through some workplace or just through childhood. Yeah, we still have childhood friends, uh, which we won't have here, <laughs> of course. So it happened natural. But on the other hand, remember, and I don't mean prejudice, but remember about some cultural differences and don't expect that people will just become your friends because you talked for a while. Mm. We have to be also realistic about it because sometimes we get not only disappointed, but then some people get disappointed and angry. And I have heard a lot of people saying, for example, complaining a lot about other groups. In Denmark yes for example all Danish people are this and this and or Polish people are this and this of course we are there are some similarities and some differences but if we get our hopes too high and think oh oh she talked with me like for five minutes so maybe we'll become best friends of course you will be disappointed yes Mm. so also be realistic about it yeah be like okay so maybe I will talk to her next time and then I can invite her for coffee and then we will see Yeah, it's like opening for the opportunity for meeting a a person, but not putting a pressure on the relationship at once.
0: Yeah, definitely coming to a new country gives you many opportunities for rejections. (laughs) (laughs) You have to uh, build up some resistance for sure, because uh, because of differences and because of you are in so many new situations, you you simply put yourself through so much that unfortunately your chances to meet rejection are also yes. higher than in yes. your normal. But uh, it doesn't
1: mean that's, that it's something personal, yes? It doesn't mean that it's something wrong with you. It's the situation or... Yeah, so that's also something we have to keep in mind. Yeah. Okay, that it's another situation, so I, I will have to behave a little differently, maybe.
0: Yeah. So my experience was that it was pretty easy for me to establish those friendships, meaning to have someone to hang out with, mm-hmm. you know, to go with someone, have lunch. But I was really it took me really years before I actually established this kind of deep connections, yes. because that's yes, something perfectly. that's something I was missing because I really need my deep friendships I also yeah (laughs) also because because it's easy for me to have the regular you know connections established but the deep ones they simply take time so you might meet someone with whom you can have a deeper connection since the beginning, but to actually build that, uh, you know, situation, the, the relationship between you two where you really feel you can count on that person.
1: You have to have experience together. Yeah. That takes time. Exactly. That's something we, we sometimes forget about our friends. We say, I can say, because, oh, I have so many friends in Poland, but I forget that I also need a time to make them. I forget it because it was, for example, during my childhood, So I didn't, you know, I didn't think about it then, but actually we know each other, for example, for 20 or 30 years. Yeah, So, of course, you can make this time shorter. You don't need 20 years to make a friend, but still you need some time. So that's a good point. Yeah.
0: So for me, what really helped me was to take a good care of my closest friends from From, Poland. So I still the same best friends that I've had before I left. And I've guys been here for 10 years now. (laughs) I have actually kept almost the same best friends as before. Of course, some people have naturally fallen out of my network and also some quite good friends have also fallen out. But the most important relationships I have managed to keep alive and still, like, of course, we don't have, uh, we don't talk with each other every week <laughs> because, of course, yes. uh, I am here in Denmark and they also, some of them move to other countries as well. But the connection, we have managed to keep it. So when we see each other, it's like it's as there. if yeah, it's we there. have seen each yeah. other last week. So it helped me a lot to actually keep those connections alive and talking to my real best friends from high school or
1: whatever through that time. But we also have to remember that it's, Something that will you will need to put effort in it because when we are for example in high school or studying or something then it, it happens naturally. But then when you come to a new country, you have to make friends. Mm. It, it won't just happen, I think. yeah you have to also be a little bit bit more initiative. you have to also invite people yeah because it's like okay, it's nice to talk somebody at work okay, but then ask I know for a coffee or invite them to have a grill. Together, yeah, because then nothing more will happen. You will just have small talks at work. Yeah, and it's just the way it is. And that that would be the same in your home country. You can't expect that people will be like just you know giving you offers because you are new. Of course, it can happen, but you can invite somebody too. Yeah, not only wait for the invitation.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's a very very good point, and that's probably difficult. That's probably more difficult for some of us than others, especially those of us who take rejection uh, very bad. And uh, then, of course, if you might also encounter yourself in a situation where you do invite someone and they are not really interested and uh, to cope with that, it it might be a little bit difficult. But on the other hand, if you don't try, if you don't expose yourself uh, to that, you are not going to expose yourself for the good things and the new good friendships to happen to you either. So yes,
1: and I agree with Marta that it's uh, important to uh, it's nothing bad. Uh, I think it's 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 great to keep old friends. Mm. Yes, I agree with that totally because you make yourself more sad <laughs> if if you cut. I mean, not exactly cut those relationships, but you also make have to make the effort of making time for it because it won't happen naturally that you would just go out for a coffee during the week now you have to plan the time for example to talk with this person on the phone so that's one of the things we also said be gentle to yourself be good to yourself okay i can be good to myself by planning to have like a cup of coffee with my friend. so she will be drinking coffee at her place and i will be drinking coffee here in denmark but we will be talking together yeah you have to plan it and like okay let's settle the time My brother is really good with that.
0: He's so amazing, you know, they have like a chat group and they are, well, it's not amazing that it's for a cigarette because uh, (laughs) I don't encourage anyone uh, to to smoke smoke cigarettes, but they are actually like writing to each other who's up for a cigarette and they're actually (laughs) calling each other while they're having a cigarette Cigarette. break. And uh, he's all the time on the phone and uh, so on with his friends back from Poland. So you can be really creative about uh, the way and you can have like, a because maybe not every friend Will be available when you need it,
1: but if you have like a group of friends, it it takes a good chance that one of them will be exactly (laughs) available. And uh, it takes something more than just you know uh, running through Facebook and seeing, okay, so I know what's going on there. No, write to this person, call them because. It really uh, helps. Yeah, so social network is
0: important when it comes to starting your new life. And we have talked quite a lot about opportunities, but I would like to take it anyway. So the fifth tip was open up to opportunities and also looking into the fact that when you are starting your new life you also have the opportunity to redefine yourself sometimes it's even an opportunity that is too much (laughs) for you to take because you are like really starting from scratch on so many levels Levels, but yet again it might be very difficult but opening up to opportunities that maybe you wouldn't take. And I love this example that you gave us about IKEA.
1: Yes. <laughs> you really
0: opened up and you said you wouldn't have done it in Poland. I don't think I would ever have the idea. Yeah. Even. Yeah. It's really, really open up, you know, because sometimes we overlook the mm-hmm. opportunities. So opening up is like being conscious, <laughs> being exactly. aware. So it's it's really sometimes just simply switching on the awareness that there are opportunities for building your social network. There are opportunities for actually building your professional network. If you are a person who came Mm -hmm. and has to get a job uh, with the time because you came uh, with your partner for his or her job. So really open up to those opportunities and like really be creative. Ask yourself that question, like, how can I start something new today? How can I open up? new opportunities how can i notice that the opportunities are
1: coming to me and once again compare yourself only to yourself because we are saying like open up open up open up we mean opening up to the extent that you can open up so if you are not like extroverted person you don't have to like go to the disco if you didn't do it before. And now you should be like, you know, dancing queen. Hmm. <laughs> no, because you, if you start comparing yourself to dancing queens, you will just feel bad about yourself. So remember, OK, that's something, you know, I didn't do in my home country. So what can I do like a little step? Yeah. So don't compare your to yourself to the most social person, you know, compare yourself to yourself. OK, that that's what I would like to,
0: and, to point and, out. Yeah. And I love this point, of course, because we don't uh, mean that opening up has to be like an extreme and you have to yeah. right away open up. And like we've mentioned before, create a new group. You haven't found your interest group, so create a new one that's that's opening up and it will be right for some people and it will not be right for others. It could be opening up by one <laughs> yes. percent, just switching on your awareness and actually allowing exactly. the opportunity to come
1: to you and actually saying yes To an opportunity. Saying yes. Yeah. That's very important because in Poland, we have a saying, yes, but. And then if you discuss with a Polish person, for example, you say, "Mm, why don't we go out? Yes, but I don't have the time. Yes, but I don't have the money. And what does that mean? It means no. So remember that yes, but it's really a no. (laughs) Hmm. Okay. Because you are finding excuses not to do it. Of course, they can be rational. Of course, I don't mean that they are not existing, but it's not really a yes. So what we are encouraging you to do is to make an experiment. That's also what we call in psychotherapy. Let's let's say that it's an experiment. You don't have to do it forever. Just do it once. You know, like uh, you have uh, this, for example, somebody invited you to go and you're like, no, oh, no, no, I will feel bad. I, I, am, I will feel unsure. I don't know these people. OK, so think about it as an experiment. So that you are gaining information, that you are gaining data. So you don't have to do good. You will see how you were doing. Yeah. yeah. So that's like a little approach that takes a little stress of yourself. Yeah, I have pressure. I have tried
0: this with um, becoming a part of a mother's group here in Denmark. They have these mother groups and I have been studying Danish for a while, but I haven't really managed to break through and like really start speaking Danish. And I told myself, OK, I will... Open up to an opportunity of joining this mother's group uh, during the maternity leave and I will give it an, as an opportunity to learn Danish and I actually went to that group and it was so difficult So difficult I felt so bad the first time that I felt like running away
1: because you didn't understand because, anything, because yeah or, because
0: yeah. Uh, when uh, when they when the w- women start talking quickly my Danish was not there yet. I could not answer. So if one person was talking at once, I could understand. But when there was, you know, a quick exchange, I could not even follow that exchange. I could not, uh, you know, participate in a conversation. And I told myself, OK, it's very tough. I feel horrible. I don't feel like I fit in Mm -hmm. there at at all, but I will give it three more chances. I will just give it three more chances and I will go even if I feel awful. But I want to learn Danish and if I don't expose myself to Danish, I will never do it. And I will give it three more opportunities. And I actually have given those three more opportunities. And already after the two, I started to feel better. Mm-hmm. I actually started to be able to follow better. Because, of course, you hear the words again and again. You start to understand them better. I started to slowly And also speak. they
1: start to know you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you also give them a chance to to do something good for you. So what I wanted to say, it's sometimes also okay to go somewhere and feel awful. And I know it feels awful to feel awful and stay there. And it is very difficult to go somewhere again, <laughs> where you didn't feel good, but really opening up and saying, okay, I know it's difficult now, but I will give it this two
1: three more chances. Because sometimes if we give something only one chance, it's not enough. Yes, but remember that In this, what you said are all our other advices because you were also gentle to yourself. You were also saying, Okay, I feel horrible. You gave yourself space Mm. to feeling bad for feeling bad. You weren't like, I can do it. Uh, This was okay. I'm sure it will be fine. You were more like, Okay, this is hard. This is tough. I don't feel good. I don't feel welcome. I don't feel fine. I don't feel comfortable. But for sure, it won't change if I'm not there. Mm. Yes, it, it's impossible. Then you are closing this door. It's no no chance. But you gave yourself time. Not that you are, you know, torturing yourself. Okay, I will go for a year no matter what. Mm. So that was, I think, a good compromise, like a rational compromise. Yeah. So,
0: well, of course, not everyone needs to do it exactly the it same. If mean. you if you just feel that something is really not for you, of course, I'm not encouraging yeah. you to continue to, to harm doing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. What I'm saying is that sometimes you need to give something a bit more tries than once. Exactly. And now... We have to wrap up this uh, very interesting show and I can see that uh, together with Basha we could actually do it forever. <laughs> we could go go deeper and deeper. So thank you everyone. Thank you Basha. Thank you Lese, for being thank you. here today. Thank
1: you both and thanks for our listeners. Thank you. <gasps> Bye-bye. 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 <laughs> You
0: are listening to You've Got 5 Options show where we solve your life challenges. Remember that you can visit our website the5options.com where you can submit your challenge or find our previous challenges. That's all, folks.